Let's bring in our panelists, Mike Krush and Scott Durfee are with me this afternoon. We've got Micron on our mind too as the chip maker gets hit in the aftermarket, breaking through $55 support, uh, trying to hold on here around uh, 52 bucks. But it's a quick response lower. Company did beat earnings on the bottom line on a trailing basis. Uh, sales were in line with expectations, but the outlook was quite a bit shy for earnings and sales for the next quarter, saying that they'll get 6.8 to 7.6 billion in sales for the fourth quarter, and the street was looking for 9 billion in sales instead, so they fell short quite a bit. Uh, all right, so uh, it wasn't a pretty day, uh, and uh, we got a little bit of aftermarket selling in Micron. Uh, is Micron uh, one of those uh, flashy big growth themes, uh, Mike, that falls into your you know basket uh, that you like to watch, or is that more NVIDIA AMD? Uh, more NVIDIA AMD, but let me say something about Micron. I watched the stock get shellacked on the uh, robo response to their press release, and it made the market maker move-ish to the downside. Okay. I was completely how bad how bad how badly they guided down yeah and i based on how badly they guided down if you really want to be an optimist which i prefer to be this stock should be a lot lower well, yeah has- that's fair uh you miss uh, by that much i mean you know a, a silver lining here perhaps i agree it looks like it could have gotten uh killed i mean some of it's already happened in the chart but uh you know the chip makers are really important I mean, uh, it's as uh, crucial a group as anything else uh, in this world, Scott. Yeah, you know what, with uh, Micron here, though, you know, we could be seeing investors getting a little skittish because of inflation, right, because of the uh, interest rate bumps. You know, investors keep worried about this kind of stuff and the effect of recessions, you know, which could pressure demand for consumer PCs. And, and, And I think, you know, if you look at the NAN and the DRAM, uh, sales for Micron, that's been the most important. But, you know, as we look at these PC sales, we're going to see, you know, they've declined. It says here a ladder decline 5% year over year in Q1, according to uh, researcher and IDC. We'll see if uh, I'd be interested to see where those uh, sales numbers are coming in now. Because I would definitely, if we stay the course with the interest rates that we're seeing now, I would definitely expect us to see even further challenges, maybe even next quarter. This is where I think a really important debate comes in, which is uh, if we are in this period of slowdown, uh, how much has been realized, uh, how much we're already in it, by the time we actually check the box for recession, will it be over? Uh, So Mike, when you hear that word now, uh, go from kind of theory to closer to reality, if that Atlanta Fed GDP is correct, then we will be getting a recession basically as we speak now. What does that mean if we're in the middle of it? Do we panic, freak out, or what do we do? Well, here's my take on this. Um, I'm well aware and fully educated on what we're discussing when we say the word recession and two consecutive quarters of measured GDP decline as reported by SOEVER or whatever. But I'm going to really say it's 2022, and we can't be using post-war definitions of economic data to really understand what's going on. Paychecks reported yesterday, the Paycheck CEO said in their earnings call, we track this all the time, and the paycheck is going backwards compared to the economic data. We don't understand how the labor market is as strong as it is, given what we know about everything else. 
And we need to skew things and shift the lens of looking at the so-called economy between traditional economic analysis and an overwhelming demographic moment that is going to sustain the labor market. The labor market is a juggernaut that can't even be slowed down slightly. And in the context of that, we transition over to what does that allow the Fed to do? It makes it a lot easier for the Fed to err on the side of aggressive in doing what they need to do to reposition and sort of move away from the great QE experiment mm -hmm. of the the 2020, you know, 2025 era. Hey, I'm with you, okay? Here, I'm with you in that uh, we probably should, at very least for this particular moment we're in with the labor market as firm as it is, to uh, take a very nuanced approach to defining the recession that we might experience, where it could be, I mean, even the COVID recession itself was largely on paper. It was brief, it was in moment, and then everybody got richer. So that was a weird recession. Kind of makes sense well, that maybe this one might be weird too. Oliver, just a very important fact. Under COVID, income tax revenues did actually crash. Right. And they did not last very long. And the Atlanta Fed, I don't know what, maybe they're sad about having Freddie Freeman go away to Los Angeles, but <laughs> the Fed gave us a doom and gloom. Baseball reference. Yeah, well, you know, they started with, we're gonna have a 40% decline in GDP and they made outlandish, frankly, questionable forecasts in the context of science and standards and being reasonable about what you're forecasting and none of it panned out. The COVID recession was basically, how long is it take, gonna take to get everyone on Zoom right. and get everyone <laughs> from a restaurant yeah. into a gig job? Yeah. It was a six month experience. Right now, income taxes are running at plus 15 plus 20% on rolling prior year, year over year basis. We are nowhere near seeing what happened during COVID. Of course, so if you're of course. COVID recession as an analog, it's insanity. We're opposite right now yeah. in the Here's what I think is an interesting corollary to all of this, uh, uh, which is that if uh, this recession is that label, if it meets that label, but the real experience of what Mike tracks with the income taxes or the spending that's happening or the paychecks, or if we just look around us and we see the employment as firm as it is, the corollary might be that while the recession actually isn't bad, is that the stock market these days kind of prefers bad. And that's where the meme of bad is good market and good is bad to me it has to be appreciated, uh, Scott, because what we've seen here over the last seven months, up until maybe the last month, okay, was general improvement to Mike's point in the economy, very well supported by the data. The data has softened here in the last month, but while this market was developing its bear trend and peaking out seven months ago, it was recovery. So while the recession may not be that bad, the stock market still has a problem with it, doesn't it, Mr. Durfee? Yeah, there's no question the stock market has a problem with it. I mean, we, all you have to do is open any of the indices and take a look at where it's going on. And, and not only that, but you know, it's certain big exposed types of companies within the stock market that's actually having a drag to the downside as well with that. So you're on to something there, Oliver. And, and I agree too with what Michael's saying that there, because we have to understand what's currently taking place. Our world is not the same. It changes daily. In fact, it changes 
it changes drastically sometimes from quarter to quarter. And again, if we're using the same analogs that we did in COVID to determine recession, if we even use analogs from prior to COVID to determine recession, I don't think that we can do that with any kind of integrity to what's going on actually in the economy. Yes, the market is bad when the economy is sometimes good and vice versa. And I think that we may be seeing some of that now. It's all going to shake out. We'll know in hindsight, like we always do, unfortunately. But that's where we're standing right now. All right. Uh, good chat, guys. Uh, fun one here. Nice perspective and uh, good framing of some stuff that um, maybe not all that meets the eye, according to traditional labels. Uh, thanks, as always, for an interesting take, uh, gentlemen.